Welcome to Pod Save Africa. 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 Welcome. Hello, welcome back to Pod Save Africa. It's your very good friend, Akandia Adirale, here to take things a little differently in this one episode. Um, we are going to be talking a little bit about ourselves and um, kind of getting to know, getting letting you get to know us and, and this process building this podcast together. Um, Oinko, I want to say hi to the folks. Hello, listeners. Yes, um, it's it's a bit different from what we've done before. And, you know, if, if, if you tuned in and you didn't tune in for this, please, you know, hang on. I promise you'll still enjoy this episode regardless. Um, and we just thought it would be a good chance for, even if you're a first time listener or this, you listen to every single episode, uh, for the past five or six years now, uh, we've never really just sat down and talked to you guys really. Um, and so we hope that you enjoy getting to know a little bit more about us and we hope that you enjoy this one-off episode regardless. Sure. Fantastic. All right. So... I think a good place to start will likely be introducing ourselves um, <laughs> beyond just our name. So I can want to tell the people who you are. Sure. I I don't like introductions because it's like, what do you say? Uh, but as I get as mentioned, my name is Oyin Kosala. That's my full name. I go by Oyin to some people. I go by Kosala to some people. I go by Oyin Ko to some people. And to some people, such as my parents, I go by my full name as well. And I mostly prefer Kosala, which I, I think I've tried to say a few times in the pod, but it doesn't always stick. But I, I'm comfortable with whichever you prefer to call me. Just wanted to give that little spiel. I am Akeri's sister. We, we are siblings and we work on this podcast together. I currently live in the US. I, I work in tech. So I'm a Texas <laughs> tech bro, Texas, as far as, as you could call it. Uh, although I feel like I'm a burgeoning tech bro because I'm not totally there, I think. Uh, what else? Uh, I, I, I love podcasts. I love almost all aspects of podcasts. I love listening to podcasts. I love um, being part of a producing teams such as on Pod Save Africa. I even enjoy editing sometimes. It takes a long time and not perfect there yet, but I enjoy it still. And just podcasts in general. But I also have other hobbies. I, I love reading. I love exploring art and going to museums and things like that. Um, I, I enjoy dabbling in different hobbies, um, like playing the guitar and singing and different things like that. So yeah, that's that's a little bit about me. I'm I'm also a, a dog mom um, to gorgeous mini golden doodle called Lando. Um, and yeah, let me know what else you'd like to know about me. But that's that's a little spiel. Akiri, how about you? Sure. So I'll introduce myself as well. My name is Akiri, um, older brother to the wonderful co-host who just shared a little bit about herself. 
and I am a full-time unemployed student right now. Quite um, the introduction. Quite the full-time unemployed <laughs> student. It's a lovely life, honestly. But I am I am currently a student. Um, getting my MBA at the University of Chicago, Booth uh, School of Business, the best one there is. And I've spent the vast majority of my career in the infrastructure real estate space, helping companies execute on, or helping companies and owners and entities execute on their visions for their strategic plans around facilities and development and things like that. Um, Initially, I started by helping a family fund invest in um, facilities for companies they owned. Um, helping them think through the right decision making around that process um, and then I pivoted in after a few years to actual construction operations um, when I lived in Ohio for a few years. It was enriching and I've gotten to see a bunch of different sides of the US. Um, like my sister, we both grew up in Nigeria so I spent the first 17 plus years of my life in Nigeria. Um, I largely came here for school initially but I've stayed since. Um, I'm very happily married to my wonderful wife jazz and we are yeah we're a couple in chicago where she's also in grad school so we're doing our our grad school couple thing and yeah what else about me hobbies yes hobbies i'm i have no hobbies hobbies (laughs) lucky sleep is a very Um, very important hobby (laughs) sleep is a number one don't do enough of that yeah but outside of that i think i think i've i've nurtured a passion for general curiosity and for um social impact so that a lot of that means like leadership in social impact roles serving on boards um volunteering um fundraising i think is maybe the one i've done the most of across my last like five to ten years and yeah that's a that's a fairly comprehensive look at the field my hobbies i love playing soccer i'm actually going to do so um hopefully sometime this week I um, love traveling. I'm starting to do it more so now than I have in a long time. I love the African continent, especially thinking about ways we can make improve access for people. Um, hence, you know, of course, running, running, finding and running this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I love, I love people. So I love conversations and sitting down and getting to know people i love a lot of things i, I love loving things generally to be <laughs> honest with you so um i'm open to new interests where i find them and i'm always growing and learning but yeah that's that's me in a nutshell that was a very very detailed introduction i feel like i didn't i, I didn't cover <laughs> up to half of what you covered in your introduction and I, I don't even think i said you know what i do for work or that if I, or the fact that i'm a student as well uh, which can be very stressful. I, I am a student and work full-time. Um, don't ask me how I do it. I don't know. I don't sleep a lot, um, which is the honest truth. I would like to change that hopefully soon. Um, I Did I say, should I say where I work? I, yes, I could. I mean, I can't, you can. Okay. Uh, if, I mean, people could look me up on LinkedIn. I, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Google me. <laughs> <laughs> don't Google me. <laughs> uh, but I, I am a reliability engineer at Netflix. Um, currently I've been there for less than a year, but I've always been a reliability engineer in the, my previous role was at a company called Cummins. So I've been doing this full time for a couple of years now, um, but only for a short time so far at Netflix. Um, I'm also a student, I'm getting my 
I'm doing a combined degree. It's an MS MBA degree. Um, what essentially what that means is you start with your MS classes and like towards the end of it, you start taking an MBA classes as well because it is remote, fully remote. Um, and because I'm also a full-time employee, it takes a couple of years to get through and very serious discipline, um, which can be very challenging at times. But I enjoy it. I enjoy what I'm learning. I'm still here, <laughs> still standing. Yeah, exciting stuff. Rockstar, rockstar. So I'm gonna ask a controversial question. Okay. If you could sit, if you could describe what your perfect job would look like, what would it be? <laughs> that is a loaded question. One I wish I had prepared for. Straight um, to the deep stuff. No preparation. You know, I think just over the course of my professional career, the roles that I've enjoyed the most are the ones where I feel like I'm making impact, that I can visibly see the impact that I'm making. Um, maybe not visibly in terms of like, I can see word for word, but I can feel the impact that I'm making um, as well as having fun and learning at the same time. I, I love to learn. I think that's a big part of why I'm in school, a big part of why I'm doing the podcast. Almost everything that I do and enjoy doing almost always has a premise of learning i i genuinely enjoy learning about different facets of things um and so my perfect role would be um one where i i'm having fun i am learning and i feel like it's making impact and usually the impact i like to see is not very shouty shouts it's not in your face impact i like the the underlying impact that the ones that people don't necessarily see immediately but it's there you know um and it's very tangible so i, I don't know if that's a good answer but yeah that that would be the perfect mix for me and also I make good money because money is important <laughs> but yes um that that would be the mix for me how about you like, I love how that was like conceptual and not like the thing, but yeah. the type of like the way it would feel. Um, so it has me rethinking mine a little bit. Okay. But I will share kind of what my initial thoughts would be. I think I've, I find myself really enjoying things that involve creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, like I want to, I struggle to do things that involve repeating existing processes frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm able to, you know, I think, I think I have the capacity to do a lot of things very well. Um, but as I grow older, I've found, I'm de- I've decided that it's important for me to delineate between the things I am good at and the things I would wake, love to wake up in the morning every day for. Right. Um, so after that preface, I think at least my current hypothesis is that if I could build a career that involves me doing creative, uh, creative thinking, uh, either deployed to strategy or actually building things topically maybe somewhere at the intersection of like infrastructure and like high technology internet of things metaverse all that type of stuff um just because it feels like cutting edge um but i would like to you know i think the teams i would like to work on are are a big part of what i wake up every day for i've had the privilege of having that if a few times in my career thus far so i almost have a peg for like what great is um and that looks like you know a supportive environment where people care about each other at work and outside of work where we don't take each other ourselves overly seriously um where we 
genuinely foster the friendships and develop each other where we can ask questions and support each other and lean on each other um where we can collaborate right and right. um where people you know support each other where need is like you know pick up for each other i think that's tends to make the best environment and where people can bring their full selves really could you know talk about the things they like and joke about it and laugh and you know tell stories of things that happen at home and, and you just have a great time i think i think that makes for the most optimal environment and i've been privileged to have what is the optimal environment and what isn't mm-hmm. um and i'm grateful for for that experience and i hope to have that as frequently as possible moving forward yeah yeah that's real um so i have a question for you right, let's do it i mean we're we're on the podcast so i feel like we have to talk about that a little bit um it's, it's gonna shift back to a bit of positive africa and it's it's a two-part question um and we've talked about this i think between ourselves and maybe other podcasts that we've been opportune to be a guest on um mm-hmm. but i don't think we've necessarily really talked about that on this pod on our pod um and that's you know why did you begin this podcast or why did you get in, involved and what have you enjoyed about doing it so far it's been a couple of years so you know yeah. Goodness, we're going on year six or so now. Yeah. Um, that's a great question. I, I'm love. I'm curious to hear some of the answers as well. Mm-hmm. But for me, Port Save Africa was started because I looked for Port Save Africa and I couldn't find it. Mm. Um, I just got into the podcast space and. Of course, you know, you start to consume all the, the you know, heavy hitters you see on the, the kind of top five list and X, Y, and Z, the daily, all those types of content. And, you know, very quickly for me, it was like, hey, I want to hear stuff about Africa from people who are African. Um, that doesn't seem like an overly crazy expectation. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I started to dig into, like, you know, looking for podcasts that talked about Africa, um, especially from a news, politics, government perspective. And honestly, there just wasn't anything. Um, the closest to it were, were um, kind of something from the BBC, I think something from uh, the maybe the Chinese State Department that lended perspectives on, on Africa that are, are not that informative as well, um, but, you know, f- the issues that they're in from the perspective of Africans. And um, to some degree, that bugged me. And I found myself having debates and, and conversations about the African content all the time based on, you know, things I'd learned and, and things my friends and, and network had, could contribute towards it. So I just thought to myself, like, look, you know, maybe I should take a shot at like starting a podcast. Let's record some insights about the African continent in the podcast space based on, you know, based on, you know, African perspectives, like what we think, like I want to see Nigerians talking about Nigeria and Kenyans and X, Y, and Z and the things that uniquely bind us all. Mm-hmm. And I found that my initial goal was to kind of create an archive of content. I just, for whatever reason, I just thought, you know, hey, if we end up, you know, if the if the aliens come, you know, 200 years from Not now. Not the aliens. Nah, hey, man. <laughs> the, the aliens. When the aliens get here, let me put on my, my tinfoil hats. Um, the, you know, the, I, I like people 10,000 years from now to have some record. I don't want the record of what Africa was to be entirely um, not from the African perspective, right? So, and we see, you know, you see every day, you see headlines all come out from CNN and BBC, no shade to them. Mm-hmm. 
that are demeaning and and terrible and, and say things in ways that demean the humanity of people who are African and right. our job was to do precisely the opposite of that, to add nuance, to add context where possible. To add feeling to tell you like, hey, my mom is in this village that X, Y, and Z is happening to or this fantastic thing just happened to this country and here's how it's impacted me and my family directly, right? So those are the kinds of insights we wanted to drive. Um, and we just took a sh- shot, right? You know, started putting it out there. Um, it's been, you know, a, a fantastic ride for sure. Yeah. Um, the the parts of it I enjoy are the conversations themselves. It's like mm-hmm. sitting and recording. That's, that's what I do this for. In fact... If that could be all we did, that would be the perfect role, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think after five years, six years now, going on six years in, in what a month, um, some of the mechanical and administrative stuff takes a lot of time and energy. Yeah. Um, and as most of you will know, if you're young, sorry, sorry for what I'm about to say. If you're if you're older, you probably start. To, you probably know this even better than I do. Um, is that the older you grow, the less time you have. Time is like an extremely precious resource. Yeah. Um, so, so, so some of the other like you know market. I hate marketing. I I, I don't like it. I'll be completely honest with you. <laughs> you know, you gotta see the posts. You gotta see the Instagram. And we try to do a good job, but it's something that is is a pain. Like I, oh God. Yeah, it. it's difficult um, for the both of us. I think. Exactly. Um, now, if it was marketing strategy, okay, cool. <laughs> but like, actually, like the implementation of marketing stuff is just not. Um, it's not something I found to be a sustainable kind of thing. I was like, oh, I love doing this. I'm gonna do this every day for the rest of my life. Nope. Um, and editing, I think once I got past the phase of like, oh, you know, I want to get to a point where I can edit something well and make it sound good i think i just i i grew it's it takes a long time like regardless of how good you are at it so it some of those things are haven't uh, kind of time consuming the technology has gotten better over time the tools we use now that we couldn't use years ago but um yeah that's that's kind of my spiel on the podcast but you know i've loved every moment of, of doing this we've unearthed really incredible stories and it's been really been a pleasure of a lifetime yeah yeah, uh, I guess for me, since you do not bother to ask me the same question, oh, I'm actually so How do you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> Wow, shout out to my ex, why don't you? Um, Petty McPetty Pants. Absolutely. Right, so, uh, on, on my hand, so I joined the podcast a bit later. So, I Kelly started it with some friends and things like that. And when I first started listening for support, my brother started a podcast, why not listen to it? But I really started to enjoy the conversations. And as Akita has mentioned, you, you weren't hearing anything like that um, in the podcasting space. I genuinely got into the podcasting space because of Positive Africa. That's when I started to listen to other podcasts. But I searched around for more. Um, if you hear, for instance, the story of the Hutsus and the Tutsis and you want to find more contact and wonder if there are other podcasts talking about these things. And I searched for things. Um, and at that time, it didn't exist. Now, more and more, some of the podcasts are coming up and um, like it's a continent pod that cover some of those nuances as well. But, but at, at least at the time when we started, n- there weren't really any other podcasts, at least that we could find that did the same thing. And so I I joined on first. I started mostly as a critic, 
critic. <laughs> so I can't even, you know, make a podcast episode. And I was like, oh, this was great. But I think maybe you could do this better. I think maybe you could do this better. I could think maybe you could do this better. And one day I was like, uh, if you think we could do it better, why don't you join on? <laughs> and if you know me, if you challenge me to action, I will act. <laughs> I, I am a, a big act team person. Like I, I do um, more than I think I prefer to, I, I prefer to do generally. And so I was like, why not? And initially I preferred to come on and stay in like the behind the scenes. I'm a behind the scenes girl. Like I would do the communication and um, producing of episodes in terms of what do we want to talk about now? Um, in terms of what are the questions we're going to post to guests? Um, in terms of even some of the marketing. Um, don't know my favorite. I would rather do that than um, than be as a host speaking, mostly because I was shy. But that's also, and I get it's my brother. He's most of my life he's been someone that has challenged me to step out of my comfort zone and go in areas that I generally don't feel comfortable in and in the same sense he did that with the pod and challenged me to to speak more and be uh be a voice on the podcast much more so I started face first of all being more of like a guest role um I think one of the first episodes that I appeared in at least my voice was one about African women or something where it was uh, like a group conversation with with some of my other friends as well. And then started with news updates and co-hosting those. Um, and to now being a, being a host by myself or interviewing guests by myself and now being more comfortable on the mic. And so I've, I've enjoyed seeing even just that personal growth. Um, I'm still very much introverted and <laughs> very much prefer... To, to be by myself, but I know that I can speak and I've seen it flow to other areas of my life as well, where because of the growth that I have experienced over the pod, I am more um, confident in speaking outside, more confident in work scenarios where I have to speak to a group of people and things like that. So I've, I've really enjoyed seeing the interconnection of the growth of the pod and the personal growth. I also just enjoy learning. It's been really fun to learn about Many other different African countries has really been really fun to see the connections between our con- countries um, and the differences as well. It's been really fun connecting with many different people as we have over the course of the pod um, and learning more about them and um, their NGOs, their nonprofits, their ideas, their visions, their their challenges, their difficulties, and things like that. Um, the pod the pod also came at a time where I was looking for a connection. Um, I think at that time I'd realized that my initial hope of just coming to the U.S. studying and going back was not going to happen. I was going to stay here longer. And so I began to crave more and more connection with back home. So I started to read more um, African authored books. I started to really just seek, feel as connected to back home, um, back home being Lagos, Nigeria, or even the continent as, as as I needed. And I've, you know, just even struggling with identity, um, being in the U.S. and things like that. So the pod came at a perfect time for that because it helped me to feel connected to the continent and to my home country, Nigeria, in the way that I really and truly needed at the time. So yeah, that's my long-winded <laughs> answer to the question okay. that I was not asked. No, that was good. That was good. <laughs> and what I will say, though, is that like 
you know, at least my next question is that it's been a probably long. I think the last three years have have been, and we joke about this all the time. It's felt yeah. like a long time. Yes. It's almost like oh, there's X is happening. Next thing you know, X is happening. All right, pandemics effect on. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, you know, war, war in, in Ukraine, and I don't know. I feel like the world is changing at faster cycles, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot more information we're having to consume about everything all of the time. My question for you is: How do you protect your mental? How do you keep, you know, set? I do that because I imagine, hey, you have a lot of responsibilities, lots of stuff going on. Your students, your podcasters, your full-time worker. How do you protect your mentals? Mm. Mental health and, you know, it's a very interesting topic. It's one that, you know, I wish I was more focused on. I've always been, or more and more recent years, been of the belief that you kind of want to try before it gets to the time where you have to. So, for instance, you go to the gym to work out, not when you think you're unhealthy or overweight necessarily, but you go there before, before you get to that point of you absolutely need to. So, and <laughs> I feel like I do more with my mental health than my physical, but I've always sought out wellness, you know, if in form of like a wellness coach or a therapist or a... Um, mental health coach before i feel like i need to you know before i feel before that panic attack comes you know before that breakdown comes and it's 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 a practice that i've kind of disciplined myself into i have it scheduled i have it booked in advance so that i don't make an excuse not to um and so that's something does not come up quote unquote that enables me not to so kind of like padded christians for that um at the beginning of the pandemic what that looked like for me was unplugging there were months where i was not on any social media i could not go on it and even the foray back started gradually with some and then some others i just could not see everything i cannot see the black squares i cannot see what was going on it was too much i deleted my news app i do not want to know truly truly apart from like watching tv try to unplug as much as possible and um thankfully i was surrounded by family i was with you at the time akeli and and your wife uh jazz my sister-in-law and so it was helpful to be around loved ones but outside of that outside of keeping in touch with friends and family completely unplugged um and that was needed for the time i'm really glad that i did that and then foraying back into it as i mentioned just being keeping the guards in place you know so that on at least one hand, if you do fall, you have something to cushion you on your fall or you don't fall at all. Um, it's kind of have a, how I've approached things and how I continue to see things for now. What about amazing. you? Um, amazing one. Thank you for sharing on the podcast and showing vulnerability there i appreciate it i i am projecting onto our listeners that they likely will too um for me i'm in a similar situation where i think um where i think that i need to be doing a better job but there's a lot of stuff i've learned in the past three or four months that has been very helpful um or i would say last year really the first thing is within you know last year i to did therapy for the first time sometime around this time last year actually um and i found that to be fantastic it wasn't that i had 
I think that sometimes with stigma is like being there has to be some massive impetus, you know, something has to be going terribly wrong, or you know, all the stuff has to be blown up for you to do therapy, and and it's good then too, but it's also really good when you kind of just want somebody to talk to, and I found that to be remarkably helpful. Um, in addition to that, you know, I've tried to find ways to get my day daylights. Mm-hmm. Um, even during the days, like, you know, taking a break, you know, I like playing Xbox every so often. I'll pick that up. I'll take a, I'll take a, you know, a, a gander to see one of my friends, that type of thing. I'm trying to add walks now. I've heard those are very good. So I'm yeah. trying to take some walks. Very um, good vitamin D. Yeah. Yeah. My, my nephew-in-law, Lando, is always a good, uh, good, uh, walking buddy. Oh, uh, we should back. tell the story of Lando. <laughs> Lando. Oh man. God. Heartbreak, please. I don't want it. <laughs> Um, but okay. um, long story short, Lando used to be my wife and I got Lando, who was our baby, and then uh, we couldn't keep him because of allergies. And um, we found a, a wonderful home in Oyenka, and she's now Lando's mom. Yeah, um, love him to yeah. death. Love, yeah, he's, he's such a wonderful pup. But um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I tried to take more walks, and then I've been doing kind of so I've taken this class at Booth um, called Interpersonal Dynamics. And it's hard to explain what the class is about, but I'll share a few things I've gotten from it. Um, one of the first things is getting better at like self-disclosure. I've always considered myself to be a very self-aware individual, um, but I think there are ways in which you can be honest with yourself that don't compromise who you think you are, but allow you to kind of realize that person a little better. Um, and that's been, I'm in the process of doing that better. And, but, but even that process has been, has yielded, I think quite transformative results for myself. Um, the second thing I'm, I'm doing more is I'm learning to voice assumptions mm-hmm. about other people, about the world and yeah. voice them precisely at that. Like, look, I'm curious, you know, the, the, the story I'm telling myself is this, is it true? um, the model I have in my head is X, Y, and Z. And it's both allowed me to be more honest with people, to be more genuine about asking for feedback, to be, to actually learn more about people. Mm-hmm. Um, I've become, and finally, I've become more comfortable with engaging with feelings, both my own and other people's. And that's, that has been really transformative for, for kind of my own self-knowledge but also in deepening many of the relationships I've, I've had and forming really good new ones. So um, those things have made me feel fuller um, as a person and i uh, looking forward to the things that person will do. Yeah. Yeah. We jumped off the deep end in that one. Um, yeah, man. Quite, save Africa. quite, quite full. Um, I think for like a final question, because we've been talking for some time. And jump to something a little lighter. Um, mm-hmm. What African country would you like to visit, and why? Man, there's so many I'd like to visit. I think one of the travesties, even within Nigeria, there's so much of Nigeria I haven't gotten to visit. Yeah, um, and it's a travesty that it's that accessibility still remains an issue. But I want to be very intentional about taking those steps to visit. Um, I think. I like to visit, so so like I'll say, let me say my holiday destination, my business destination, 
about wow. that culture destination. Turn the light question into to uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I exam. Know. I can't pick favorites. One, okay, I would go like for to it. visit all. I just like to you know, I want to visit all fifty four core countries. Just so you know, like Same. there's no favoritism here. These are just near term, near to medium medium term goals. Um, so for my holiday destination, I think I'd like to visit uh, uh, the Seychelles mm. um, or the Seychelles, as some people will call it. Fun in the sun, you know. I'm trying to trying to lay down, trying to wear the wear the swimsuit, you know, lie down on the beach for a few days, get even more tan than I currently am. Uh, by the way, I'd make that joke because I'm very very dark skinned. <laughs> um, and the second place for my business destination. Um, I've been to Kenya briefly, but I would like to visit visits. Like I would like to tap into the ecosystem of startups. I would like to engage with folks there, you know, even uh, honestly on a pro bono basis entirely engage and help think about strategy, think about infrastructure, think about marketing, whatever the needs are on East, East Africa. I'm very curious there. And then from a historical kind of like cultural perspective, um, I would like to visit, let's see, I want to say Egypt. It's good. I thought you were going to say Ethiopia, but yeah, Egypt. I, I, Egypt. It, 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 I'm kind of battling like Ethiopia and Egypt. I feel like if I did Kenya, I'd do Ethiopia on that same trip, which is why I didn't say Ethiopia. Right. Um, but I think kind of going up north to North Africa and seeing kind of, you know, just kind of doing the cultural gander. I just haven't had the chance to yet. And I, I plan on that's a very actively on, on my list of things to do. But yeah, Michael, what's your what's your choices? I think I'm going to divide mine by the part of Africa because <laughs> like you, I do want to visit every single country, um, but it's not possible. And I'm just I'm grateful for the ones that I've gotten to visit so far. But if we start in West Africa, I well, I kind of too in West Africa. This is hard. Okay. I would like to go to Ghana just because why not? <laughs> Ghanaians and Nigerians are have our own very interesting dynamic and relationship. And I hear it's a lot of fun to go there. You just went there recently and you had a really good time. Um I, I, I find true. it I find it strange that I haven't been so far. So I would like to visit Ghana f- for those reasons. Um and then I would like to visit Senegal. I think that there's just a lot of culture and history in Senegal. Plus there's this fascinating pink lake in Senegal that I've heard I heard about a long time ago but I've just always wanted to see what it looks like in person so I would like to visit Senegal too and then I would like to go to Rwanda and this is more on the east because you know you just heard so much about the country and how clean it is over there and how things work um uh, at least for an African country how things work well and I would like to experience that in person myself. I have a couple of, of friends there too that would be good to see them. So I've covered West, I've covered East. Uh, for South, hmm, for South, I think I would like to go back to South Africa. Uh, we've been before, but it will be it's been years at this point. So I would like to go back there. I would also like to visit Zimbabwe as well. Um, just we've talked so much about Zimbabwe on the pod uh, that's primarily why feels like a a home and then for north I would like to go to Morocco Morocco seems like a really beautiful place lots of culture lots of art lots of color Um, so I'd like to visit Morocco 
and um surprisingly not egypt but sudan um which is the other country with um what with the pyramids so i yeah. i would like to see the pyramids in sudan <laughs> uh surprisingly not I, I mean egypt i would like to go to as well don't get me wrong but i'm fascinated with sudan as a country too so i think that covered is there any central oh okay there is central <laughs> you gotta cover my bases here um maybe chad i actually can't think of any yeah maybe chad maybe central african republic i feel like central would be relatively easy to cover at all at once i could be wrong um but yeah that's the cover my bases include central understood understood so i think does that cover our questions or do we want to do one more do you would have you rather okay. fights <laughs> okay. would you rather i'm fight very scared of this question a thousand horse-sized sorry a thousand duck-sized horses okay or one horse-sized duck I'd rather not be fighting at all. <laughs> what kind of right, soft life only? <laughs> what am I doing fighting animals for that reason? Ah, oh, I'd rather not be fighting. That's my answer. D option D. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's a very interesting question. Yeah. Um, what about you? I'm very yeah, curious. Um, I think I'd take the big duck. Of course you will. Yeah, take the big duck. You know, just tiny things. You have too many places to focus. Like you can at least like you know give you know where it's coming you know and like i sure. feel like a, a duck that side will just fall over a bunch so um yeah, i don't I think so you'll be amazed at the strength a dog has why but, you uh, having it up let mm. me hey, let it go leave it mm. any of those yeah. things that can fly i'm very afraid of yeah you know the the what's going to send it from dinosaurs <laughs> punch chicken car anyways yeah <laughs> anything else any parting words for our listeners that you like to nope that's all folks guys appreciate you taking time to get to know us please feel yeah. free to reach out um we're interesting people as you can clearly tell fascinating people so reach out to us um we want to engage you more and um the magic of this journey has been the friends we made along the way so we look forward to making some more yeah and you know i hope you've enjoyed the episode of questions that you do not ask us but we just answer anyways yeah. <laughs> um hope this has felt like different but still good because different isn't always bad and please let us know if you actually have questions you want to ask us and not the ones that we just randomly chose to answer on this episode it's been a pleasure over the past few years it's been a pleasure speaking with you now and we hope you have a pleasant rest of your week. So from us here at Pod Save Africa, get it, let's say it together. From us here at Pod Save, Save Africa. Africa. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs>